and scene. Hello and welcome to Good, Good Evenings. Evenings with me, the senior host, Mark Freeway. And who's this chap over here? He's little. It's Tim Hansen. Tim Hansen. Um, still relatively new on the show, only been here three years. Tim, we, we have to start this show and address yeah. some of the stories that have been in the news recently about our good friend, Sebastian Broadwater. Friend of the show for 23 years, I don't think I've ever been closer to anyone really and uh, such a broadcasting giant. Um, you knew him a little as well. Uh, abs absolutely Mark. I knew Sebastian for, for many years, a, a personal mentor actually. He took me under his wing when I was a, a young boy at drama school showing an interest in, in show business and he really nurtured me, nurtured my talent brought me along and I wouldn't be here without him no absolutely and uh, he was he had sage-like advice for me on a regular basis you know there's been times and crisis in my life and I could always turn to Sebastian and get you know perhaps a sharp a sharp uh, you know comment from him but he was often on the money and I shall miss him dearly one thing people have been writing in and saying are all of Sebastian's little helpers going to still be on the show good news You'll, you'll see them running around in the background in, in the little costume that you had them wear with the shorts and the little tank top. We're going to be keeping them here, so don't worry. Uh, good Evenings is going to be powered by Sebastian's little chums. Yeah, good, it wouldn't be the same show without them. Would absolutely it? It, not. It, it, and you got your start as one of Sebastian's little chums, didn't you? I did, absolutely. That, that's how I started out. He had me running around in those little shorts. And, and not just in the studio, but often for hours afterwards, because he really helped grow and develop that talent. Oh, he would drill it into them. I know that. He, he anyway. drilled it into me over the course of many years, just how important it is in this business we call show I'm not just making a dedication to a professional colleague but a personal lifelong friend absolutely and as I say he was pretty much my mentor as well so just just to remind you of that it's, it's not a competition mark but, no but it's not i'm talking now anyway there's gonna let's see what's coming up in the show and uh, lots of good things coming up this evening and scene Hello and welcome to Channels for Tonight and on tonight's show we go straight into a discussion that is straight out of the uh, headlines of the papers. Uh, it's about whether a biological man who claims to be a woman should be allowed to compete in women's sports. Now we've got, we're very lucky to be joined by Miss Jessica Fletcher. No relation. No relation to the other Jessica Fletcher. That's a fictional character isn't it? No, not think the murder she wrote was a crime documentary. I think that was a character played by Angela Lansbury, but we'll, we'll just move on. So you are a sportswoman from the local area? Yes, I'm very much a sporting girl. And you do identify as a woman? What's that supposed to mean? I am a woman. Oh, OK, so you are a woman. Biologically, you were born a woman. You have, yes. You have ovaries and... The, I've got all the kit and caboodle. I can show you if you like. No, that's quite fine. And the requisite chromosomes. So being a biological woman competing in women's sports... Yeah. Are you nervous at all? Are you scared about the idea of competing with a male competitor who identifies as a woman? 
absolutely not. From experience, make sure I ain't got the balls to go up against me anyway, if you'll pardon the expression. So, really, you, you welcome it? You, you see it as another level of challenge for you? Well, yeah, I mean, where's the fun in fighting other girls? Fine. So, f- uh, what, what sport is it exactly you compete in? Well, I mean, I've, been, I've been competing against biological males ever since I was a nipper. Uh, the sports I'm most involved in are your traditional blood sports. Boxing, both Marquess of Queensbury and Bare Knuckle. MMA, various other street fighting activities, you know, the usual sort of thing. Maybe um, usual, but not usual for a woman to actually compete in those sports. I mean, I think that's a very old-fashioned and misogynistic point of view. Yeah, absolutely. If you took the woodbine out of your mouth, you might get some of these words out a little bit more clearly. We're not actually allowed to smoke on television. Um, in, in any of your um, competitions, you have uh, competed against men, and you've been victorious? Or have you, have, you, have you appeared in the leader table, perhaps the top ten? Or I'm 46 to zero. The first time I fought a man, fully grown man, he was 27, I was 12. I beat the shit out of him. Okay, well, not actually. Sorry for the language. Sorry, sorry. I knocked him out cold. Is that okay? That that's fine. So a boxing match, perhaps? Is a... yeah, bare knuckle. Oh, okay. And... Lost a sight in one eye. Oh, that doesn't sound good at all. How, uh, yeah. And... <laughs> I'm not sure this applies so much to the sports that you partake in, but one of the biggest controversies is about uh, female changing rooms and perhaps going in there and seeing a a man or a biological man in all his glory slipping out of a swimsuit, and there it is, meat and two veg on full display. Does that alarm you? No, not at all. I mean, I actually grew up in a naturist household, and once my poor old granddad's dementia had set in, underpants were a thing of the past. Oh, okay. So you're not shocked at all. I mean, I, I suppose there's a lot of nudity on television now as well. Oh, Naked Attraction is one of my favourite shows. I've got all the series saved to the old box. I watch them in HD all the time. I want to stare the meat and two veg in the eye. Well, Jessica, thank you for coming in, and it's been an absolute pleasure pleasure talking to you. No problem at all. And scene. Hello and welcome to Good Good Evenings with myself, Mark Freeway and me, Tim Hansen, very much my co-host. We can't start this programme without beginning Mm. to address some of the allegations and some of the stories that are coming out about a presenter, uh, Sebastian Broadwater, who had some association with this this programme over the last few years. Um, Not all the facts are known at the moment. It would be inappropriate for us to comment too much. But Tim, you were very close, weren't you? Uh, Mark, I, w- I wouldn't say we were very close. Um, yes, of course, I knew Sebastian. I mean, who in the industry didn't? You know, he as, as you said, he was he was he was very well known. I, I um, knew but... I knew him on the few times that he came to the studio. Um, y- you were very much one of Sebastian's chums. You used to go on holiday with him on a regular basis. Any, th- have you been talked to by the police yet at all? Uh, uh, no, no, I haven't interviewed by the police. But I wouldn't say we. 
we holiday together regularly. It was something that had happened over the course of last 20, 30 years, but I wouldn't say regularly, far and from it. have you ever been to his holiday cottage near Wookie Hole where he used to take the boys? Um, I mean, I have been, I have, um, but not for a long time. I mean, I mean as, as I grew older, Sebastian's interest in me waned, uh, and quite frankly, we, we grew apart, um, but we were, we were never close. We were never close, but I think we need to see... Let the police investigation take its course Absolutely. before we draw any firm conclusions. It would be inappropriate to comment any further on your dear friend Sebastian Broadwater. Anyway, coming up on the show... And scene. And in other news, it's coming up uh, to just on the hour, 11 o'clock in the evening. Uh, we're going over to our reporter, Peter Richardson, who is still out playing around on a hillside. Peter, what are you up to? Uh, Clive, yes, uh, and not not so much playing around, as you put it, so much as still looking uh, for Di Jenkins, the oldest hillwalker in Wales, who sadly went missing uh, on these foothills of Snowdonia three days ago now. So you've actually been up on Snowdonia for three days. I mean, it's a beautiful part of the country, isn't it? I mean, it, it is. You know, you cannot deny that. But of course, no one's here for the scenery. Everyone's very worried about uh, this local hill walker, much storied, something of a local celebrity. Um, elderly gentleman, 85 years old, left his home three days ago wearing only a pair of shorts. Um, he's, he's asthmatic. He's also diabetic. And his wife has confirmed he did leave without his insulin. So everyone's very concerned now. We've had all the local villagers out supporting the police and the mountain rescue. And a lovely atmosphere, I should imagine, as you're searching for him there. A lot of camaraderie, um, a feeling of togetherness. And that's what's so lovely about Wales, isn't it? I mean, a lot of people go abroad. There's a lot of staycationing going on at the moment, though, of course, because, you know... And Wales still represents very good value for money, I believe. Um, Well, I think that's probably a matter for the the tourist board. I mean, there is a certain uh, esprit de corps that comes with people coming together, but, but really all overshadowed by by the seriousness of this occasion as day three now we're all still clinging on to hope that we'll find die live and well but everyone is getting increasingly concerned yes i i did see i i watched your report um last night when it was it was raining the water was running down your nose and it struck me then you only get that beautiful countryside when you have that sort of weather don't you i mean that sort of lovely green lush countryside that they have in wales you must have seen some lovely wildlife um, I, that's all. That's all true. You do need the rain for the greenery, and and yes, you know it's it's an area of outstanding natural beauty up here. But still, the focus is very much not on the sightseeing, not on not on spotting uh, uh, birds of prey and and such. We're all just really, we're just looking for die. Absolutely. You mentioned birds of prey. I remember I was in Wales and I saw the most magnificent eagle sweep down over a mountain top. I mean, it, it came down and it snatched a lamb. I don't think it'd be able to snatch a human. Um, so I guess Di's okay there. Di, um, you say a local legend, married man? Yes, yes, he, he has an elderly wife. And uh, how's she holding up? I mean, any any air of suspicion around her at all? No, no, I, I don't think anyone's suggesting anything like that. Anybody, he's, he's... Any, do, do we need to be digging up a patio is what I'm saying? No, I don't think anyone's concerned with that yet, but of course that would be a matter for the police. As far as we all know, he just left on one of his many hill walks, as he did, 
and sadly never returned home. Yes, yes. Um, and I remember as you were going off on, I think three days ago now, Wednesday morning, you said to me, uh, one thing I hate is the Welsh. How are you getting on with the locals? Uh, no, I, I, I think that must have been someone else. I mean, I definitely wouldn't have said anything no, like that. No, we, no, I you, love the, you, the Welsh people. Everyone here is very nice, and we're all clubbing together to look for, excellent, for excellent. poor Mr Jenkins. It, it was you, though, because you said that your, your first wife's in-laws were Welsh, and you said you could never get past the funny voices and, um, I, 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 so I think we, I think we must stay on the matter at hand, which is you know the the, the outcome, and um, the it, fate of of Die Jenkins. Absolutely, we must. The food that you're enjoying up there at the moment is it as ghastly as you as you were fearing? I know you said something about lava bread and it turning your tummy. What sort of food are you are you enjoying there? Been to any of the local pubs and hostelries? Well, no, because we're all just up the mountain, you know, looking all the time. So we're just eating you know, sort of camping food and what we can cook over over base camp gas fires so just sitting around of an evening around a campfire perhaps sharing stories and having a bit of a bit of a lovely time of it by the sounds of things all very much overshadowed by the the seriousness of, of the events which are unfolding and very likely uh die like his name will be dead um any point carrying on now well i think for the sake of of his wife um hopefully not his widow that we still we must carry on until we find die in in hopefully alive but of course we must find him which i think is the it sounds very unlikely anyway we're going to leave you now you carry on having fun up there and we'll probably come back to you tomorrow and find out what's been going on yeah thanks clive okay bye-bye and scene Hello and welcome to Good, Good Evening with myself, Mark Freeway, and me, Tim Hansen. And we have to start the show with a legal statement that uh, we've been asked to read out concerning the broadcaster Sebastian Broadwater. Now, it's come to light through investigations, and you probably will be seeing some of the stories in the papers, that Sebastian was perhaps not of the most robust and uh, admirable character. And we, on this show, although we only used him on a sparing basis, um, and none of us were particularly close, not even Tim, um, who holidayed with him, we've established six or seven times, Tim? A long time ago. Apart from the recent trips when you helped out with the boys. It's all relative. It's all relative, yeah, absolutely. But there's been no allegations of... um, inappropriate behaviour by anyone but Sebastian. Certainly not my lovely co-host, Tim. Certainly not. And you you have been spoken to by the police, Tim, and you can say now... I, I, I was interviewed. I helped the police with their inquiries, but quite frankly, Mark, I'd like to make this very clear. I didn't know Sebastian well, and what I did know of him, I didn't like. He, he came across as a very untrustworthy character, something of a degenerate. Absolutely. Uh, He used to make my skin crawl, to be honest with you. And, you know, his obsession with having Sebastian's little helpers, that has been removed from the show. Deeply inappropriate. Deeply inappropriate. I mean, you were never close to him as a person. No, no. I mean, I I barely knew Mr Broadwater. He He would come in, you know, on the occasions, the three or four times a week he appeared on the show. And, um we would run through a script 
and that would be it i certainly unlike you i i didn't spend any time with him outside of the work environment and i know that there's nothing untoward in your relationship with him as well or any of the boys that Sebastian was close to. Absolutely not. And I would like to take this opportunity to completely distance myself from Mr Broadwater, both professionally and personally. Absolutely. And coming up on the show... And scene. 